You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. What's up, y'all? We are back. It is Friday, Friday, Friday. I know it was a little wonky last week because I switched things up on you, on y'all for a second. You know what I mean? But we're back. Friday episodes. We're here to slay. It is February, y'all. Black History Month. Okay, hope you are celebrating black history, getting knowledgeable on all things black, supporting black businesses, artists, podcasts. If you're listening to this and you're already doing your job, period. (laughs) Just kidding. But yeah, it's Black History Month. It is my birthday month, y'all. My birthday is this weekend. Can we believe it? Can we believe it? It's about to be my birthday. That's crazy. I feel like I don't know, the year went by really, really fast, but I also feel like my birthday was a long time ago, but it wasn't. Well, it kind of, it was last year, but yeah, it's my birthday. I'm so excited for this weekend. My bestie from high school, Darby, is coming in, so that's going to be exciting. She randomly bought a last minute ticket to come celebrate my birthday with me. We are all going out, me and all my friends, and we're about to be lit. I got bottle service. I got two bottles, okay? She's doing it big for the B day we're going out I got this bomb outfit I'm actually getting my makeup done from my friend Shelby she's a makeup artist in LA and she's about to beat this face up so I'm about to get my hair done my nails done my makeup done I got this bomb little sparkly set fit I'm wearing we're getting dinner and we're going out to the club and we're getting bottles so it's giving like very stereotypical baddie birthday bad bitch behavior so you know I'm about to document the entire thing make sure you follow my TikTok I'm most active on TikTok when it comes to videos, that's it's Imani Blackman. Okay, her. I be doing my thing over there. Or obviously, you should be following me on Instagram. Duh. Trying to tap back into YouTube. I literally bought a camera. I don't know if you guys remember me telling you that, but I bought a camera and it was pretty pricey. And ever since I bought that camera, I have like not made a YouTube video with this camera. So I need to get back in my vlogging era with the long form content. I got to pass, I got past my thousand subscribers and then I just stopped. Like that was the whole goal was to monetize and I'm not even making videos. So I will be back on YouTube. Maybe I'll just document this whole entire B-Day weekend and that'll give me a good jump start to that. But yes, we're back. I skipped episode, I skipped episode on Friday because I brought you an episode a couple of days later and we did the Grammy episode where I live reacted to the Grammys, which was so much fun. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed that because I sure did. I love award shows, reality TV, drama, all the things. Like I, people be talking about on TikTok, making these think pieces, thinking they're hella woke, talking about how I can't believe we still watch award shows. All these rich people get in a room or I'm so over the influencer thing and consumerism and blah, blah, blah. Speak for yourself, bitch. You will, I don't want to watch y'all regular people. Sorry. I just don't. Zendaya, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Kim, all these girls, they live a lavish lifestyle. These award shows, we get to watch celebrities live lavish, go to red carpets. Why do I want to watch the everyday girl at Target? Hmm. 
Exactly. I don't because I'm an everyday girl. I don't want to watch everyday people just be doing stuff. I love celebrity culture. I love award shows. I love all the things that are just like glamorous and reality TV and drama. Like I can never get enough. If if you have to tune it out, that's you. Me, I'm tuning it up, turning it up. I love all that stuff. So I had so much fun doing the Grammy recap. And I honestly, we'll probably do that for other shows too, um, just because it's really fun. All right, update since I didn't really talk to you guys on Friday, y'all. Let me tell you about the highlight of my year, and it hasn't even, it's only February. So I've talked about this girl on this podcast several times, I'm pretty sure, but her name's Monet McMichael, and if, you, if you're if you a girly pop, you know Monet. Monet is that girl on TikTok. She's that girl on all the apps, but she's like a top influencer, and she's just so, she's just Monet. Like, I love that girl. I feel like we would be friends. We're both Aquariuses. Her energy, everything about her, I've always just, I love her. I watch all her videos and she's like a famous influencer. So I've always felt that I would meet her because I'm like, duh, I'm in the same world. And if I'm in the same room and as I grow, eventually I will meet her because we end up being in the same rooms. This world is big, but also very small. So I was invited to the Makeup Forever event. A Makeup Forever is a really big makeup brand and they were launching their new foundation. So I got their PR and they also invited me to their party, which was already so, so exciting. Like starting the year off with two events. I went to Say, um, which is a, another big makeup brand. I went to their master class that I got invited to and then I got invited to Makeup Forever. So the first part of the year hitting off with a bang. I was like, ooh, this is going to be fun. That same or like fast forward to last week, it's the Grammys. Um, and I noticed that Monet was in L.A., and then she was also going to the Super Bowl. So I was putting two, two and two together. I'm like, okay, she's going to just stay on the West Coast for 10 days straight. I don't really see why she wouldn't go to such a big party like Makeup Forever. That day, she started posting like Makeup Forever stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, she's for sure about to be here. How exciting. I get into the party. Guess who's there? I even put on my Instagram close friends. I'm like, I have a feeling I'm going to meet her today. And I made a TikTok before getting into the party. I was like, y'all, I'm about to meet Monet. I'm calling it now. Get into the party. Guess who's there? Monet. Yeah. So I met my girl. And let me tell you, she is so sweet, so intentional. Like, I just went up to her. I was like, hey, Monet, I'm Imani. I love you, blah, blah, blah. We were talking about events. We were talking about where we're from. And she just kept being super engaged, engaging. And she was so sweet and also, like, just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, it's just so nice that we got to meet. I'm so happy we were able to talk and chat, blah, blah, blah. But she was so sweet. And I was just like, oh my God. Watching, like, it's the craziest thing. Watching someone every day through a screen and you, you know, they're, they're like a celebrity to you. And then you see them in person. It's actually a surreal experience. It's like, oh my gosh, like, I love you. And now you're right here. And then we were just talking and talking and chatting like besties. So she got in a TikTok for me. So we had so much fun doing that. Um, And we took a picture. But she is everything I love her even more now but yeah I'm just so proud of her success and she was telling me like she was like this for this to only be like your second you know beauty event that's really really big so I'm so proud of you I'm so proud of you too and I was like girl girl this is crazy it's just crazy too because they called it y'all my manifestation skills are out of this freaking world another um random thing about manifestation I literally um my friend y'all know cha-cha she got a YSL lip gloss in her Etsy bag and I was like wait I want that like I want to I want the YSL candy glaze lip gloss why did I get a, a message today an email being trying to why did I get an email today to be gifted YSL candy glaze 
lip gloss from YSL, which is like a luxe brand. Like that to me, that blew my mind already. But y'all, you got to speak what you want into existence. Like I feel like I just knew I was going to meet Monet for the past year. And then I just put the two, I put it together and there she was. And I got to conversate with her and she's really, really sweet. So that was such a highlight, y'all. I was like ecstatic. And then at that same event, I met Asia from Dance Moms. Y'all know I love me some Dance Moms. So I went straight up to her and I was like, girl, do you know that most of your fan base is 10 plus years older than you? And she was like, yes, girl. And we were just chatting. We chatted for a while, honestly. And she's really, really sweet. Met her sister, who I also remember from Raising Asia, the show that she had by herself. And her sister was like a little, little, little girl. And now they're just both in their grown era. I mean, they're both so young still. But Asia... But Asia just gets grown. It's so crazy. It was like wild to be there because I love, love dance moms, as you guys know. I was nervous at first to go to this event because I did not have a plus one. Like all of all of events don't give you a plus one um, just because, you know, they just are really trying to account for everyone that's going to be there. So I didn't get a plus one to this event. So I was a little nervous because I was like, this is a big makeup brand. I don't know who's going to be here. And what if it's like scary and it's a party? Like it wasn't like a the say event. I didn't have a a plus one, but it was a master class. So my hands and my body got to be preoccupied by putting on makeup. But this was a launch party, like an actual event in that way. So there's drinks, people can dance, take pictures. You know, it's a place that you would want to have a friend. So luckily when I walked in, everyone was really nice, but I saw a couple of people that I actually already know in the beauty world and influencer world, which was really, really cool. It made the night so much better. So shout out to all the girlies that were there. It was so nice. And, you know, I know some of the girls because of Milani Cosmetics and shooting with them, which is really, really cool. And I'm so excited because I'm actually shooting with Milani this next week. So your girl is busy. Okay. She is busy, but I'm still doing the podcast. Don't play with her. Don't play with her. Um, But yeah, there were some girls there from Milani that I knew and then like a friend that I had when we were both going to um, Fullerton College and we took class together and she's a full-time influencer. So it was so cool to be there with all of them and then, you know, meeting new friends while I was there. So that definitely helped it. But, you know, I really went there by myself, had a drink. Alex dropped me off, um, got makeup, got, you know, free product, et cetera, et cetera. It was just it was a good time. When I got back in the car, I literally squilled because I was so excited. Like you guys know how much I manifest, how much I would love and am loving the influencer life and like pursuing it and growing my platform and all of that. And it takes work. So it's really cool to be being rewarded through like PR or getting invited to events. So I'm like really proud of myself being in the same rooms as people that I admire. Like Monet, there was literally your favorite influencers were in there. It was the craziest thing to just look around and see that everyone that I follow is in this room and I'm in this room too. It was so, so crazy. So really thankful for that. Um, Okay, moving on to another update. Obviously, unfortunately, the 49ers lost the Super Bowl. (laughs) Damn, That that was a game. Like if you love football, you had to enjoy that game. Like that game was a nail biter. It was so intense up until the last second. Literally, there was three seconds on the clock and he caught the football and the Chiefs won, which I was rooting for the Niners. Obviously, my dad's a huge fan and it would just been such a fun celebration for that to happen. They haven't won in like 28 years. So that would have been super cool. But it was a good game. I thought Usher killed it. I saw some people who had like mixed feelings, but I'm like, no, I thought Usher did his thing. Like Usher's a great performer. It was exciting. He had he had all the bops. 
Alicia Keys was giving body. Yeah, she kind of missed that first note, but, you know, things happened. I still loved. I loved it all. I loved it. I loved that all the celebrities were there. That's so funny because the whole time I was waiting for Justin Bieber to come out like most of you were. And he was sitting at the top with Haley like, y'all really think I'm about to go down there and go perform? Y'all thought. I wanted him to wake up, go perform, and put on his white and purple outfit like he like he used to do. And do, I just need somebody to love. Hey, I don't need no one, just somebody to love. Like, come on, that would have ate if he did it. But understandable. Usher doesn't even need guests. Like, Usher has so many bops on it by himself. I'm definitely going to the concert, his North America tour. I will be there right in LA in that new stadium that we have down here. Best believe I'll be there. He will be performing for four nights out here in LA. So I'm going to be at one of them shows living my best, best life. Because Usher's an artist that I would not want to miss in this lifetime. Like, obviously, I'm not counting Beyonce's, duh. But other artists would be like an Usher. I would love to see Drake. I would love to see T-Pain. You know, like just artists that have been around for so long as we've grown up. I would love, love, love to see them. Um, But yeah, so that was a Super Bowl. Also, I enjoy seeing, I realize like I am so obsessed with watching all the videos of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. It is like every angle, every video I'm tuned in. Maybe because like I said, I'm obsessed with celebrity culture and drama and like being nosy. I'm so nosy. That's probably why I'm obsessed with all of this stuff. But I watch Taylor Swift in every single angle. And, you know, after the Grammys, there was a lot of think pieces about Taylor Swift. And I even made a video about how I want so badly for her to change her hair up. And that went pretty viral, okay? Uh, But I want her to, like, wear straight hair, bust down, middle part, long Ariana Grande ponytail vibe. Like, just something different. But with my video and so many other videos, there were a lot of think pieces about Taylor Swift. And she's been getting a lot of kind of hate, I think. But I was telling my friend that I think the, the reason is... There's a such thing as being too exposed. Beyonce is one of the most famous people in the world, but she is not exposed. We don't even know what she's doing most of the time. Like, she is, like, literally, I don't know what, how, she's so secretive, I don't know what's going on. But Taylor Swift recently is very exposed to the public eye. Usually, when you love a celebrity, you are intentionally going out of your way to see that celebrity, to interact with that celebrity, and to have that celebrity all over your For You page, all over your screens. With Taylor Swift this past year, between the Eras tour and her dating Travis Kelsey and being shown on TV at every given point, every touchdown, every chance they get, they show her, or they're promoting her during on the NFL pages, etc. And then now her getting the Grammy, and then they won whatever. All the things that she's been involved in has put her in homes of people that did not, did not necessarily want her in their home. So now, of course, you're going to be exposed to bullies and exposed to people making think pieces and all of that stuff on you. Not to say that means that she has to hide because she's already done that before. And no one no one should have to hide just because people, you have haters. Like, that's not fair. She's living her best life, enjoying herself. It's really cool to see her just, like, be in the public. She don't even have bodyguards like that because Travis Kelsey be her bodyguard because that's her man. Like, it is cool to see someone be able to feel and be free, especially when you've been a celebrity for so long and you probably have felt like you're in a cage. But it does suck because she's so exposed right now. And these people do not want her in their their homes. Like before, if you were a Swifty, you go to her. You go to her concert. You listen to her music. You go to her page. That's your girl. But now she's like in everyone's home. You know what I'm trying to say? So it makes it, I don't know, it makes it harder. Which it just like, 
I don't even know how y'all Swifties do it because if I saw a million think pieces about my queen Beyonce on my For You page, I would pr- probably, I would have a conniption. I would be so pissed off and annoyed watching people talk about my main bitch over and over and over again like this. Like, I don't know how y'all Swifties do it. I'm not even like a Swifty, 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 Swifty like that. And I'm, I'm over it. I'm like, can we shut up? Let's wrap it up. Can we wrap this up by noon? I don't want to hear it come out in nobody's mouth anytime soon. I'm actually excited that this season of football is wrapped up because I'm tired of hearing it. I am tired of hearing it. Okay, so we got a Super Bowl lost, 49ers lost. We got Usher. We got Taylor Swift. But let's talk about the star of the Super Bowl. And you already know what time it is. Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. So, as you guys know, she just has she just released two new songs in her country era, in her country bag. And before we even get into that, I saw this is why the Beehive and TikTok is so iconic because they released two com- well one commercial before the Super Bowl. Verizon did with the guy, and he had lemons. And this girl put it together. She's like, Beyonce's going to be at the Super Bowl with the commercial because the guy had lemons and he was talking about making lemonade, which we know her album, Lemonade. And then at the end of the commercial with the Verizon sign, it had like the smallest snippet of her of her song, My House. It was like the smallest two second snippet and someone caught it and was like, this is a Beyonce commercial. The next day, a commercial comes out, and it's with Renee, who was that silver horse that that Renaissance had. So then it was, like, official, official that Beyonce's having a commercial. So obviously, the whole time we're watching the Super Bowl, we're waiting for the commercial to come on. And we did figure it was going to be after, after the halftime, closer to the end, because everyone's really tuned in at the end of the football game. And there it was. It pops up, and it's this whole entire skit about going viral and how she's going to break the internet and can Verizon handle breaking the internet. Like, it was a really cool concept. And at the end, she says, okay, drop the new music. The way I posted a TikTok about it of my real-time reaction while we were watching the game, the way my mouth dropped, I was like, I literally said, what the fuck does that mean? Like, and immediately turned off my TikTok or my video and started searching. Long story short, she ends up posting a second video on her own personal page of like a whole country type of vibe intro to something. And then drops two songs, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. <sighs> the way my body, like, I I wasn't even ready. It made me, like, oh, I can't even talk. Renaissance actually came out two years ago, and I kind of forgot that because everything has felt so right now because it came out in 2022, and then we went to her concert last year in 2023. So it actually does make sense for her to have another album coming soon in 2024. But because... She's been so in our face and like we've still been wearing silver and wearing and wearing and talking about her album as if it came out yesterday. It feels really recent. So I was like already just too stunned to speak. I was like, oh, my God, we have to do this all over again. Like I have to fight for tickets, fight for outfits, do the absolute most spin bags again already. But like it does make sense because I'm sure, you know, her album comes out March 29th. She'll probably go on tour next year if she goes on tour with this album. So I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening again. I'm so excited, but I was just so shook. Like I was not expecting that at all. I honestly thought with this commercial, she was going to drop the visuals one or she was going to drop um, the live, like the live version of the tour album or something that still had to do with Renaissance. I did not think it was going to be act two being dropped. And I definitely did not think it was going to be country music. That definitely threw me, threw me, 
that definitely threw me for a loop is what I'm trying to say. Not that she can't do it, but because I just wasn't expecting that. First of all, now we're going to get into the country era. Beyonce is born and raised in Texas and has always, Houston, Texas to be exact, has always stood on business about being from Texas. How she's a church girl, Texas, born and raised, country girl, Southern Belle at heart. She still got her accent, everything. So country makes sense for her to do. Um, she's been going around everywhere in her cowboy boots and her cowboy hat. So we should have expected it. Like she's changing her whole personality for country era. And so am I. I literally bought cowboy boots today because I'm obsessed with Beyonce. I have my two cowboy hats and I've already started listening to cow, um, cowboy. I already started listening to country music because I possibly am going to stagecoach this year. So I wanted to be kind of prepared and kind of know some songs because it's going to make it way more fun if I actually know the vibes and the energy in the song. So I've already kind of been tipping my toes into the country era. Now with Beyonce going to take it over, I'm even more excited. First of all, I don't know if you guys know this, but fun fact about black history. First of all, black people originated every style of music, which you guys should know that because duh. But country music as well. Um, black people started the sound of country music. So I love the fact that Beyonce is going to be you know, showing that we do this too. And not only did we start it, but we can keep doing it now. Just because you don't see black people in country and you don't mix those two sound, just because you don't see that all the time. And you look at country as like, honestly, let's be real, like white people, music, American flag, that type of vibe. That is not where it originated from. So Beyonce's like, period. I'm about to take back the narrative and do some country music. And the two songs that she's released already, I've listened to them both over and over again. I am obsessed with them. There's the 16 Carriages song is beautiful, beautifully written. The sound of it is gorgeous. Oh my gosh. And then the Texas Hold'em, I love that one. That one, that one needs a line dance uh, immediately. It needs a line dance right now. It is so much fun. I listen to it. I just love both of them. Like, I'm so excited for her country album. Her She had a country song on lemonade and it was daddy lessons and that was super country and it was a bop loved it i, I saw one kind of racist um tiktok today and this girl was like that's not country music i don't even know why it's in the country category you know why you don't know it's in the country category because you only listen to morgan wallen and you think that's the only way country music can be made sis that's not it like you're not about to tell somebody what you're not the dictator of country music so I don't want to hear it. If it got a banjo, whatever, if it got that twain, if it got that sound, it's country music. So anyway, I'm changing my entire personality to country girl. I will be in cowgirl boots. I will be in a cowboy hat, cowgirl hat. I will be with, a, I'll be in a rodeo. I mean, I'm going to be going, we're going to be having rodeo themed parties this year. Like what's up? Like we're in our country era. If I go to stagecoach, I'm going to be a full-time country girl at this point with stagecoach and Beyonce. And what's funny, too, because before Beyonce, there's this black artist named Tanner. And I love that song, you guys. If you don't know that song, go look it up right now. It's so, so fun. But it's just like, I'm a bucko bunny. It sounds like that. And there's a part she says, looking like Beyonce with a lasso. And I'm like, I always love that line. So now I'm like even singing it more with my chest because Beyonce's really about to be with a lasso in this next album. I'm so excited, y'all. Uh, new personality unlocked. All right, what we got next? What we got next? Okay, reality TV, Love is Blind is back. I haven't watched it, so I will be doing a recap on that because I love that show. I wait for that show all the time. That show is just one of my fave reality TV um, shows. Just the idea of it, the concept is still really cool to me, and it's always drama-filled, okay? But the real drama is The Bachelor. So I proposed on my Instagram story 
that I should start doing Bachelor recaps because I love to go on my story and talk about and rant about The Bachelor. And you guys seem to love that when I do that. People even message me. They're like, I love these recaps. I listen to it like a podcast. Oh, you should talk about this. So I'm like, okay, I have a podcast. I can do whatever I want with it. So why not add an episode per week and do like a mini Bachelor recap during The Bachelor times? And I feel like that would be super fun. We're only on episode like three or four or something. So my schedule for that is going to be every Monday I'm going to um, live react or um, record an episode about The Bachelor for that episode. And I'll release that Monday night or Tuesday early morning, um, depending on you know what time it's edited and I get to upload it. But I'll have an episode on Monday nights all about that week's episode of The Bachelor. And then, of course, I'll have my episodes for regular Dairy Money episodes on Fridays because I don't want to lose that um, that schedule as well. So I switch it up a little bit because of the Grammys and I didn't release one on Friday because I had the long Grammy one, but, um, I will be doing Monday night episodes for the bachelor mini recap with my reactions. Cause I really be hot. I'd be irked. I'd be tired. I'd be mad at the bachelor. Like the show just gets on my nerves, but I can't get enough. I love it. I love the show. I love the drama. I never wanted to end ever, but I also get so upset and it irks me so much. Um, so that's going to be my little schedule with the bachelor. So since I'm uploading this on Friday and, you know, I haven't done my recap yet, I'm going to spend the rest of the time talking about The Bachelor and go over this past Monday and Tuesday's episode. And then starting Monday fresh, I'm going to have a mini episode for that episode, that week's Bachelor. Alrighty. So The Bachelor, if you're not watching this season, it is not too late, y'all. I want you to I want you to watch it so we can when I'm doing my recaps, we can you can know what I'm talking about, too. Not too late. I think we're on episode like this was there's been five episodes total so not that crazy um you definitely want to watch it I took a break from The Bachelor just because I think it was annoying me or like I just didn't feel connected to the people I watched my girl Susie season because it does like that's my girl we went to Miss USA together um we've been friends for years now so I watched that season for obvious reasons after that I tuned back out of it um and for this year I decided I was like I'm just gonna watch it again because it actually I do like I love the drama you guys know like I said I love reality tv I love that whole entire world so I was like I should probably watch it again and then if I'm being real Joey is cute y'all Joey is fine um Shaloy my friend Shaloy said it best he she he reminds her of Matthew McConaughey just like that effortlessly hot good looking man like he's cute but he also hot and he got dark hair like there's he's just a good he's a good looking guy let's be real so I was like you know what I'm gonna watch this season. I'm gonna watch this season. Turn on the first episode, the girls hopping out the car. I'm always like, I'm already like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get into this. I'm gonna like this season. Um, so fast forward and let's just talk about what I'm really upset about with this show. And if you're watching it, you probably gonna feel the same way. This girl, there's a girl, her name is Sydney. A moment of silence for Sydney. Sydney is probably top three most annoying reality tv people i've ever watched in my life and that's that's saying a lot coming from someone that watches literally all the reality tv shows like i watch baddies on zeus so that's saying a lot um but sydney what basically let me tell you let me tell you a little backstory if you if you are not watching basically there's a girl named melinda there's three characters in this melinda melinda maria and sydney 
Melinda brought up to the group that she felt insecure because she's 31 and Joey is 28. Mind you, what? That's like three years apart. There's just something about women when they turn 30, they just feel like they're ancient and can't do anything. I think it's the wildest concept. Like 31 is so freaking young. You're basically in your early 20s when it comes to adulthood. Like that's what it feels like. I feel like when you're in your 20s, you're a teenager. In your 30s, you're in your 20s, like figuring it out still. Anyway, she's 31. Joey is 28. They're three years apart. 29, 33. Yeah, three years apart. So Melinda was expressing that she felt a little insecure about that. Maria then goes on to say, mind you, Maria is 29. Maria, go, Maria goes on to say, like, that's no, be, that's no big deal. Like, you should embrace your age. Like, you probably think it's great that you're a little bit older than him. Like, you're beautiful, whatever. She's, like, embracing the fact that she's, like, I'm older than him, too. I'm older by a year. But, like, still, like, we're not old, girl. Like, that's, what are you talking about? Sydney butts in and gets really upset because Maria was talking about this to somebody else. But even though Maria was talking about it to somebody else, Maria was not talking shit. Maria is 29. It will be different if Maria was 20 years old or 22 or something like really young and telling somebody else like, I don't know why she feels old. Like, girl, it's really not that serious, blah, blah, blah. Because it's like at that point, she she wouldn't understand because she'd be 22, 21. Because Maria is 29, she's not talking shit. She's basically right up there with her. It's like, (laughs) it's like if anything, Maria was just saying to the girl, like, it's not that serious. Like, she should just like embrace it. Like, I'm 29 years old. Like, that's not old. It's only a couple years older than Joey. You know, just like, it's fine. Sydney makes it a huge deal when it's like, oh my God, Maria's talking shit about Melinda and undermining her, her feelings and makes the whole thing about herself. So... Fast forward, Sydney is a diabolical liar. She's crazy and nuts. Like, I cannot stand her. She's literally lying on camera as if things things are not recorded. Lying to Joey, manipulating Joey, lying to the girls, and, and starts saying stuff like, oh, Maria, such she's so rude. She's bullying me, and she blah, blah, blah. Mind you, Sydney's the one, she, I don't even know how she got into this situation. I don't know how she got in the, put herself in the middle. I don't know how this even happened. But she somehow did. And then she starts making statements like, I'm scared of Maria and I don't know what she's going to say to me. I I always feel like I'm getting attacked by her. Just lies. I'm like, like straight up lies. Like, it's the weirdest thing to watch someone just lie on camera when we're all watching the same thing. It is bizarre. And I really can't stand her. Like, you guys have to watch it. You have to watch it. What really pissed me off is I randomly went to her Instagram And she posted a video with, like, a broken heart emoji. And she was playing all of the... She's been getting, like, voice messages or, like, Instagram messages of people calling her out. And people are like, you're such a bitch and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm I'm so sad. This is so hard for me. Like, my mental health is blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. You don't get to bully people and then talk about mental health. Sorry. You don't get to bully people and then start talking about suicidal um, statistics. Nope. You don't get to do that. Not for me. It doesn't work for me. I will drink your crocodile tears for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because it's it's manipulating the situation. It's like having a crazy ex and you want to break up with them and then they talk about how they're going to harm themselves. That's manipulation. It's the same thing. I don't want to hear it. You don't get to bully people and act crazy like that on national television and then talk about mental health. You're the issue. We, I should be, I should talk about mental health because what you're putting me through for having to watch, watch your crazy ass on The Bachelor. I should go to therapy for having to watch you. That's mental health. What the hell, girl? So she's, you know, crying, 
crying, yagging, screaming, throwing up on her video, trying to make us feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for her at all. You like I said, you don't you don't get to be mean. You don't get to be mean and then and then play victim. And for me, I realized why I, I realized why I felt like it was super triggering. And it's because y'all know I keep it real here. I'm gonna just keep it real. A lot of times, you know, there's this privilege that comes with being a white woman where you get to play victim. Um, a, a privilege that anybody else in any other marginalized group does not have. So crying and lying and doing these things and then getting people to feel sorry for you is a trait that white women only get to experience. Um, and it's triggering because of the fact that I look at her and I and I see a Karen. I see somebody that's going to lie on someone else. I see someone that's going to manipulate somebody and get away with it because of the way she looks. Because she has that blonde hair and that white skin, she gets she gets and is allowed to do that. And at first I was like, am I thinking of it too deeply? And I'm like, no, Imani, you're not. You feel that way for a reason and it's facts. And the more I watch the episode, the more it is annoying to watch. And I feel like that's why I'm so upset about it. And I see people everyone's mad about Sydney. It's not even just like black people are like triggered by her reactions. It literally everyone hates her. But I think that's why personally I felt that way because I was just like, girl, like we've seen this over and over again. It's a tale as old as time of people being able to play victim and it's not fair and it's annoying. Maria literally hasn't done anything up to that point that would have allowed her to just lie on her. So I am so excited to see the reunion eventually because I need to know. Anyway, Sydney, I'm in, I'm going to kind of spoil her. I'm going to spoil it, but like you should be called up. Um, but Sydney ends up going home. And then let's get into Leah. Leah, Leah, Leah. I did not care for Leah to begin with. And she tricked a lot of y'all, but she didn't trick me. You can't trick me because I see right through the BS. Let me tell you about Leah. Leah, I didn't watch last season, but somehow she got involved and she was at the final rose of the ceremony or the reunion and she got a card and they told her not to open that card until she got to the bachelor mansion for Joey season. She gets there. She opens the card that first night when they all come out the limo. The card basically says that Leah has the ability to steal a date from another contestant at any given point. So still a one-on-one. Like, throughout the season, girls get one-on-one dates and they get extra time with Joey, whatever. So, she was going to have the ability to steal one of those dates. Leah starts crying. She's crying immediately. She's like, it's just not fair. I'm so sad. I wouldn't be able to do this. It's just, just this is not me. Like, I can't. Like, this is so hard. I, I just can't. Goes to Joey. He's asking, okay, what's in the card? Asks her. Yeah, ask her what's in the card. She tells him and she's crying still. She goes in the house The girls are obviously all curious, like, oh, what's in the card? She tells them, crying again. Like, I don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. She goes and puts the card in the fire. All the girls are cheering, like, oh, my gosh, she's such a girl's girl. I love her. I read right through that shit. Let me tell you why. Because that was so dramatic. It was dramatic. You you guys can call it a girl's girl. I call it drama. I call it drama. It's one thing. I didn't mind her throwing it away because I'm like, that was really sweet of her to like not want to use the card. And like, she just feels like if Joy wanted to go on a one-on-one date, who am I to steal it? Because I mean, she didn't want to be with me. So why would I steal that date? You know, like I get the concept of throwing it out and like, I don't need to do this and being a girl's girl. But the drama behind it of literally crying as if like someone passed away is was insane to me. So when I see people like when people are overly dramatic like that, I always feel like something's off because I'm like, you are trying to appear nicer than what you are with all of that drama. I don't know if that makes sense. Anyway, I was proven correct because the day that Cindy went home, 
When Cindy went home, Leah was someone that Cindy would confide in, and they were friends in the house. And they both, for some reason, did not like Maria. I think it's because Maria is cute, and she got a little cute little body, and she's confident, and she's she feels like she's that girl. She has a lot of sex appeal, so she uses that to her advantage, and they probably just hating on her because she's confident. I don't know. Um, Leah takes it upon herself to talk to Melinda, the first girl. The, the girl that this whole thing is actually about. Melinda's the girl that, you know, had an issue with her age and she was insecure about her age. She pulls her aside and she's like, I don't really get why you're talking to Maria now that Sydney's gone. Like, bitch, what grade are we in third grade? You can't talk to people? I don't, Melinda don't got no beef with this girl for real. Like, what is going on? Sydney's the one that just made up the beef. So Leah pulls, you know, aside and it's just like, I don't get why you're talking to her and making it a whole ordeal. Um, and... She's now she's bringing it up to Joey. Like Maria is not a good person inserting herself in information that she doesn't even really know or she doesn't even know what she's talking about. So it showed Leah's true colors this past episode and the way she's snarky and laughing and doing all the things you see that girl. That girl is not it. She's not a girl's girl. I'm not really fucking with her either. Her and Sydney like and Leah can go next. Leah can go next. Y'all this season is already so good. I cannot wait to finish it like. I'm going to make sure I'm writing down my notes and do a real time because my Instagram story was so funny that day just because I was real time talking about The Bachelor. So I'm going to have my microphone downstairs talking about The Bachelor, finish off the episode and upload it that night. It's going to be so much fun, just like the Grammys with the live recaps every Monday, y'all. So that's what I got for The Bachelor off the top of my head right now. Hate Sydney. Leah's getting on my nerves. Joey's cute. I honestly don't even have a favorite. I feel like sometimes during reality shows like this, I have a favorite couple or a favorite person. They're kind of just like there for me, but I am enjoying this season. Um, Shloy's going to come over every night, so you're going to probably hear her in the podcast too on Monday nights, which is going to be super, super fun. I might even try to record it on my camera um, while we like have our charcuterie board and wine and stuff and just make it a whole thing. I think that'd be fun to do for the rest of the season, but we'll see what happens. Either way, I'm going to have an episode, but y'all... It's my birthday weekend. I'm about to turn up. I'm about to get active. I'm going to put a little Venmo, um, you know, cue thing on my Instagram story because you can buy your girl a drink per period. You want to celebrate me? Buy me a drink. Um, just kidding, but also serious. But yeah, y'all, that is the end of today's episode. Just wanted to recap the batch, recap what's going on in the life and all the things, but I will see y'all, well, now Monday night, and I will see you Friday, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube, and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel. 58ember.com or find us at 58embermedia on socials.